This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 160. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Spapreneurs. Why is it that June is the busiest freaking month of the year? Like the busiest busiest giant month like i swear it's me because it's like father's day and then graduations and weddings and oh yeah the world's reopening which is wonderful but it's like everybody we've all forgotten how to like function when we had to leave our houses and so this is why i'm super excited about today's guest so she discovered me or her press person for me this this is the way it happens they're like hey do you want to put put this person in the podcast i'm like and i research and i research and i'm like yes because the topic that she came with and is finding more time to be like a human being is what I'm going to call it because it's hard when you're a business owner and you're still in the treatment room and oh yeah, if you're a mom or a dad or you've got parents or just other living creatures, four-legged, furry, non-furry, whatever that you're trying to take care of. And then, oh yeah, let's take care of ourselves too. It's exhausting. I know I'm tired, but Tanya Dalton from Inkwell Press is here and we're going to dive into this interview. So Tanya, welcome to the show. It's so good to be here. I'm excited about this. All right, let's just talk about this. You heard my ramble. I'm just going to be real honest. In this period of my life, this season of my life right now, I feel like I'm the busiest I've ever been. And I know that if I'm super busy, I know my spot printers are really super busy. And I feel like out of practice because suddenly the world's opening up again. Yes. And everybody wants, everyone wants your services because they're ready to leave their houses. They're ready to take off their pajama pants and step out into the sunlight. Yes. Well, and you know, this time of year is also a big transition because if you're a mom, you have kids transitioning out of school, which what did school look like for this past year? Hybrid of homeschool, part school, you know, I mean, we had five different versions of school for, for my two kids alone. So there's a lot that goes on and it's hard to really feel like you can have the time to do the things you want to do because you're so busy doing the things you need to do. Right. I think also too, sometimes I feel like I'm too busy and I know my spapreneurs feel the same way to even do the things I need to do. Like I'll give you for yes. example, we were talking off air and the fact that this episode is being recorded the week before it's l- released. And your face was like, wait a minute, what? Because it are right, little <laughs> bit inside. No, baseball no, no, I know. But your face was like, wow. <laughs> and here's the reason is most professional podcasters try to batch record episodes, which means that you record like six or seven at a time, get them scheduled, get them up. But because my world's been so chaotic, and because honestly, like I have had so many great guests come on this, this like quarter of this year, the second quarter, I feel like have been some of the best guests that I've had on the show, which has been wonderful. So I've rearranged my, my scheduling in order to accommodate them. Cause I'm like, no, I want to talk about these topics now. Like I want to, and especially this one, I'm like, I'm not waiting on this topic. Cause I know I'm out of sorts. They're all out of sorts. Cause I'm really ridiculously successful. So, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing. I feel like I don't have time to do the things, not just that I want to do, but I need to do in order to grow my business or make myself better. 
Yeah, well, we run ourselves crazy. We're running around busy, checking a thousand things off our to-do list, checking them off, checking them off, running, running, running. And then we fall into bed at night and we feel exhausted. We feel overwhelmed. And we think to ourselves, why didn't I get more done? Even though we were busy all day long. And that is so defeating. It really is. There's nothing worse than falling into bed at night, feeling like you didn't do enough. And the problem is enough is like a bucket with a hole in it. It is never filled (laughs) because you're never doing enough. So it really is about realigning and figuring out what are your priorities? What are the things that you truly want to do, love to do, need to do, and prioritize those things? Because when we focus in on those priorities, that's when we go to bed at night and we feel, ah, today was a good day. (laughs) I mean, when's the last time you fell into bed and you thought today was successful? I did great. It's been too long, right? Yeah. It, 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 even the days where I feel like I'm super successful, like, you know, okay, my planning worked and, you know, and, and we do things like literally right next to me is a big bag of planning supplies, you know, the stickers and the markers and the pens and my planner is literally mm-hmm. right there. And even the days where I'm like, yes, check, yes, check, yes, check. It doesn't feel like enough. And I love what you said, like enough is really a gross word. It's a dirty word. It is. It is. Cause we're never strong enough, smart enough, pretty enough, you know, thin enough, all the enoughs, right? We've done, we don't do enough. And I think that's part of the problem is we have to really simplify what does success look like to us? How do we define it on our own terms? Because the problem we make is we allow everybody else's definition of society, everybody else and how they look at what success means to define us and what we think we are supposed to do. So I really believe that's one of the first things we need to do is step back and really assess your mindset. What is success for you? Is success defined by money? Is it defined by freedom? Is it defined by how much time you spend with your family? What is it defined by? And then we can work towards what's important. You're now my favorite person because <laughs> I've recently <laughs> switched to, cause I, I, you know, I have a paid community, you know, spotpreneurs, you can go to spotpreneur.com and learn all about the paid community. And I was doing one-on-one coaching with a lot of my spotpreneurs, getting really in touch with them and, and getting back to, to talking with them. And one of my favorite spotpreneurs, her name is Carolyn. She's out of South Carolina and it broke my heart because she said, she goes, I feel like I'm not doing enough. And this is an incredible mother of two and has a thriving single practice, but she doesn't feel like some of my spotpreneurs this year are buying buildings, which can be really intimidating. Like, wait a minute, they're buying a whole building for their business. And she's over here going, Ramona, I, I feel like I'm too small. I feel like I'm doing that. And I remember this phrase coming to my mind and saying success is a personal metric. And you just summed it up right there. It really has mm-hmm. to be spotpreneurs. You know, it, it's the thing that gets me through. Like, you know, there are days where I'm like, yes, I keep to 1800 calories. And then there are today's like today where like breakfast was 1800 calories and it's okay. <laughs> Love it. Tomorrow yes. we'll do better, you know? Um, but it is hard when you're in the weeds, when you're in the trenches. And again, because I'll just tell you like Memorial Day weekend, just that Monday I had off, like a lot of people did. Um, I don't know. Are you an American? First of all, I had to, cause I get a lot of Canadians on here. I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Excellent. No, I'm American. Okay. So I had, okay. I had the you, three day weekend. Yes. You understand. You understand three day weekend. Okay. So it was the weirdest thing, like trying to figure out how to navigate a four day work week. Because all of a sudden, yeah. we're, it's not a 40 work week at home where weekend just doesn't, it, it just felt the same. I'm going, wait a minute, this is weird. Like I have to cram in five days worth of stuff in four. It doesn't work. I was off like the entire week. And I, I just, again, these are muscles none of us have had to use in a while. And I think we've taken it for granted. It's true. 
It's true. I think that's incredibly true. You know, it, it really is. And we need to give ourselves some grace to this readjustment period. That is, this is a transition back into, I don't even want to call it normal life because we don't want to go back to the old normal. This is a new normal. And a lot of us have pulled a lot of silver linings out of this whole experience with the pandemic. There's a lot of things we've come to realizations about what we want to do, how we want to spend our time. So it's not really about getting back to normal. It's about realigning and creating a new normal for ourselves. And I agree. Whenever you have a week that feels off where you're like, is today Tuesday or is today Thursday? <laughs> is today?" It really does throw you off, which is why I think it's so important to really start out by mapping out where you want your week to go and really defining that for yourself. You're going to hear me say those kinds of things again and again. It really is about designing a business on your own terms. We look around and we think, oh, this person's got you know, this level of business, therefore I need to have it. And the truth of the matter is it's okay not to want to be as giant as Amazon. It's okay to not want to be a tiny little mom and pop. Both of those are okay. What matters is what is it you want for you? What is it you want for your lifestyle? What is it you want for your family? And let's start there and then work backwards to define what life needs to look like. I love this approach. It's one of the first things I deal with when I'm dealing with private clients is a lot of times I think we forget our business goals and purposes have to align with our personal goals, our professional personal lives. Absolutely. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's where the disjointedness goes. Cause again, you know, if your priority is being first and foremost, the most amazing mom, then your business, unless you have a lot of help, let me be very clear. So I'll, I'll put it this way. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've heard me talk about that. I have a seven, 7,500 square foot day spa that earns seven figures a year. Okay. Let's talk about why I'm able to do that. I have Kristen. I have five front desk people. I have 30 massage therapists. Okay. Um, I can, I'm about to hire a social media person. Okay. I have the ability to have the giant day spa because I have systems that support me so that I can leave at three o'clock and go pick up kids. And same here. I think, same yeah, here. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have a huge, mm-hmm. you have an organization. I, I run a, a seven figure. Yeah. I run a seven figure business. I leave work every day at three o'clock. I don't work on Fridays. So I actually have a three day weekend every weekend. That's nice. kind of how I operate. My team also doesn't work on Friday. So we do three day weekends for my team as well. But um, really it's all about creating that life for yourself but you can't, you can't focus in hundred percent on your business and be the hundred percent mom you want to be unless you want to bring on team. And I think sometimes the idea of bringing on team, bringing on people that you're going to manage, you're like, oh gosh, I already have enough on my plate. That's too much. And it's really about creating self-managed teams, people who are able to operate on their own, who understand where it is you want to drive the business. So that does come back to that whole idea of aligning the business with your personal goals, with what I like to call your North Star, your mission, your vision, your core values. When you have those front and center with your business, when you're really incredibly clear clear about that, not just on your website, this is not just PR copy to be writing, but how you're running your business and your team understands it, you all move in that same direction together. Yes. A freaking men. Yes. And I think I needed to hear this right now because I have been feeling like totally lost in the currents of life. I know we're using a lot of metaphors today, spotpreneurs, but you get what we're saying. It's a matter of prioritizing what really matters in your life. And then I, I, it was funny. I, so I'm a Girl Scout mom. And um, I was meeting with another Girl Scout dad. We were having drinks and we we're talking about bridging, which is a ceremony where girls graduate from one level to another. It's a big deal. And so we're mm-hmm. playing this and he goes, and we, and again, with any volunteer organization involving parents, <laughs> you know, it's 
sometimes it's, it's so fine. Um, I wish you could see her face right <laughs> now. She's like, she's like, I yeah. know. So, uh, but he, he said he had a phrase and I loved it. He goes, will this matter in five years? Then it's not worth it's stressing good. over. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that was so thoughtful and insightful. And of course a guy came up with that because it's easier for them because their brains are wired that way to be able to do that. But it makes sense because like your core values, your North star, that should not change. That should not adjust, but so much. Yes. Some things will knock you off your axis. Again, 2020s, mm-hmm. you know, pandemic knocked all of us off our axis, <laughs> yes. you know, we just got like, no one twice. saw that coming. <laughs> no, there was re- Molly Cyrus and the wrecking ball came and just swiped us right off the path. Okay. And that's fine. You now have a chance to build a new path discover a new path, or if you love the path you were on, find yourself back to that path as close as you can, but you have to first make that choice. And I think too often when we feel overwhelmed, Tanya, it's because we're not doing things deliberately. We're letting things happen to us. Yes. Well, I like to say overwhelm isn't having too much to do. It's not knowing where to start. When we don't know what we want to focus in on, when we don't know what we want to work on, of course there's overwhelm because there is 5 million things floating around in your head, floating around on that to-do list that you've got that's driving you crazy, right? And so really it is all about aligning that with that North Star, understanding where it is you want to go. And yes, we have just come out or we're still in the end phases, hopefully, of this pandemic This is the thing is we can look at this as this has been an obstacle, but obstacles are opportunities. It's an excellent time for you to reassess. Do I like where I'm going? Am I happy with where I'm going? Is this where I want to go long term? Is this going to matter in five years? Right. And when we look at the, the future, when we look to that longer term goal, that's when our daily activities, that's when they start to matter most. That's when they really begin to have more meaning. And that's when we go into bed at night thinking, I did something good today. I did, I made movement forward instead of just chasing my tail, spinning in circles, which is how we feel a lot of our days. I love this. Okay. So the first step is identifying that North Star, identifying those core values. Would you say first and foremost is you need to sit down with yourself, maybe take a half day. I call it a business retreat, maybe with a glass of wine or mm-hmm. a cup of tea or whatever it is, somewhere or quiet two. or two, you know, a <laughs> bottle. No, there again, there's no judgment here. Cause I think at the or end, a box, we're not, which is a judgment free yeah, zone right you know, here. I, again, got, I, I right? have a feeling gin and tonic is in my future later on today. Um, you know, <laughs> um, sit down and kind of map out and do some vision casting. I think too, the other thing, and I can say this relatably in entrepreneurs, you know, this, but you know, I lost my first, uh, you don't know this, Tanya. I lost my first husband in 2016. So, um, talk about knocking yourself off the axis. And one of the things I write at the beginning of it, I remember I was in a mastermind with Chris Decker. I don't know if you know that is, but from Upreneur, he, um, was my business Mm -hmm. coach for a long long time. I love him. And we were sitting and this is how we came up with Swapreneur. And one of the women who were there going, well, Ramona, what's your five-year plan? And I couldn't answer because I was so traumatized because it had literally been like three months since it had happened. And Chris, without even going, he goes, no, 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 that's not what she needs to think about right now. She's just merely going one step in the other. So if you're dealing with, I want to be really clear with this. If you're dealing right now with a traumatic situation or recovering from a traumatic situation, it's okay for you not to have a five-year plan. I'm giving you permission to do that, but it doesn't mean you still can't do things with intention. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. And that's what I mean by the North star can be completely like blown up, you know, even, even stars eventually die out. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, I think this is the thing is we we feel like we create this North Star, the mission, vision, core values, and it, it has to define us now and forever. And that's why it feels so heavy. It feels so big. And you're like, I don't even want to think about that, right? We'll just we'll just put that off for another day. 
but the truth is, is you grow, you change, you evolve, you go on different detours and different paths. Your North Star grows and changes and evolves with you. And that is okay. That's why we want to check in from time to time. It's not a crock pot that we just set it and forget it and then we're done, right? That five year, that 10 year, that 20 year plan, we want to check in on on a regular basis. Because when we uncover who we are, when we discover truly what is most important to us, then we can create systems with you at the center. This is why if you have tried planners, productivity systems, all these different things, these little life hacks, and they haven't worked for you, it's because you're trying to create a life around the system. The system's in the middle and you're doing your best to like wrap your life around it, to like twist and bend and contort yourself to make it work for the system. Let's choose instead to put you front and center, your priorities, your North Star. Let's wrap the system around that. So therefore it works for you. It plays to your strengths and it plays to your weaknesses. It's okay to have weaknesses. We've all got them. Let's play to those. When we have that in place where we understand that North Star, we create the systems around it. This is actually when I wrote my my last book, The Joy of Missing Out, um, we talk about that first step is discovery so that you can then create the entire system around you, around your priorities, around what is most important to you. What happens though, if you're scared to be able to say, I want to like, I am not scared of this, but I know a lot of my spotpreneurs are, they're scared to mm-hmm. place them, their needs in front of others. They're scared to put like the life vest on first for them. And then, then mm-hmm. everybody else, you know, and that, that's something that we as women particularly deal with a lot is how dare I put my needs before others? Who am I to think of myself first? Right. But the truth is, is you cannot shine your light on others. If your battery needs recharging. If you're not taking care of you, how can you take care of anybody else? And I'm not just talking about your clients and your customers. I'm talking about the other people in your world, the other people in your life, your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your community. We cannot take care of other people if we don't take care of ourselves. So when you don't take care of yourself, that's actually selfish. It's more selfish than if you're going and getting yourself taken care of. And I think this is the thing is, a lot of times we think of, you know, that idea of self-care is, oh, I have to go get like a mud mask or I have to have a spa day, right? Which is what you guys do for a living, which maybe doesn't even feel relaxing to be in another person's spa because you're too busy looking at what they're doing. It's true. There's lots of ways we can self-care, right? There's yeah. lots of ways that we can self-care. So it's really getting back into touch with what are the things that nourish you? What are the things that nurture your soul? What are the things that light you up on fire that are outside of what you do from nine to five? that are outside of who you are as a mom, as a wife, as all those other roles you play, what is it you enjoy doing with your time? Let's spend some time doing that because then you know what? You're more patient with your kids. We stop snapping at our spouses. We don't lose patience with the irritating client that we have lying on the table in front of us. We have more patience because we've taken care of ourselves. So we are able to serve everybody else better when we serve ourselves first. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. It is life-giving. It, it's interesting because you're right. We are whoever's listening to this business. Majority of people who listen to this podcast, those of you outside the spa community who listen, thank you. You are welcomed because um, there is a lot of good <laughs> advice here. But for the majority of us, we're in the wellness space. We are that yoga instructor. Like I pay a Pilates instructor and I go there for um, you know an hour a week and 
I get to what I call tune out my head and someone else is telling me what to do, mm-hmm. where to stand, what to sit, what to do. And I'm getting benefits of it. Like where right now, if I laugh, my ribs hurt because we did, um, you know, um, ab work today, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Not fun, but it, it's interesting because those of us, it, it's like those who can't teach <laughs> that kind of philosophy. And I want y'all to really like, maybe when you get a chance, re-listen to this and listen to that message that I love. I wrote this down. You cannot shine your lights on others. If your batteries are worn out. Like I thought that was just so beautiful because it's so true. And I know spapreneurs, a lot of you, you just want to recover from last year. You know, our industry was devastated because we literally put hands on bodies and we were in a situation where it was dangerous to put hands on bodies. Right. And I think, I need y'all to stop trying to play catch up because we can't catch up. Mm-hmm. There's no catch up on this one, guys. We lost a year. Acknowledge that you lost a year. So instead of it being 10 years from your plan, you're 11 years from your plan. It's okay. And I yeah, think I needed to okay. hear that for myself, but it's true. Like for a lot of us last year was, uh, was a theft. It, it robbed us of so much. And, um, I, I just love that. Yeah. I didn't mean to, I, I just had to let it sink in and go, whoa, like wash over. No, me. I, I, I love that because I do feel like we need sometimes permission to let it go. Let it go in business. We call that a sunk cost. It's in the past. It's sunk. It's gone. And you can either waste time. You can lose more time going back and revisiting that, or you can choose to move forward and gain time because what happens is we're so busy mourning whatever it is that happened in the past with this past year and what that looked like and how we're further behind on our 10 year plan or that we didn't make the amount of money we wanted to make. And we're so busy thinking about that. We're not really focusing in on our future. Our past is there to help us learn. It's an incredibly valuable thing. Reflection and taking time to look backwards allows you to look forwards. Sometimes it's when we look backwards, that's how see that's how we can see how far we can go in the future. So there's a lot of value to be found in our past. There's a lot of treasures among that trash, but we can't live in the past. We want to live in not the future either. We want to live in today because that's how we find meaning. That's how we have intention. That's how we feel good about our days by being fully, completely immersed in the present moment, which means recovering from what we've done and celebrating Even if they're teeny tiny, small, itty bitty movements forward, those are still to be celebrated because they're happening today and they're getting us to that future that we want to get to. This is actually one of the things we talk about in my next book that's coming out in October, where it's all about living a life on purpose, choosing to live each day to its fullest, to live a day that feels meaningful, that yes, the past is there and yes, it can be incredibly painful. That shame, that trauma, that tragedy, all of those things don't make us unique. They make us like everybody else. We take those things and we use them as springboards to move us forward. There's a lot of resilience we can build out of what we regret. When we know what we don't want, it's so much easier to push forward into what we do want. It's easier to define. What's hard is to say, last year was all amazing. Now what? But if you look back at last year and you're like, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I didn't like that this thing happened. Now we know what you want to fix. Now we know what you want to change and what you want to adjust. And that gives you so much power to understand what you don't want. That is a gift. We just sometimes 
don't recognize it as a gift because we don't like the package it's wrapped up in. Amen. I just, yeah, I, I just, it's like, yeah. And it's one of those things, it's, it's, it's challenging, you know, but this is how you build resistance. Resistance is a muscle, y'all. It has to be built. It's got to be mm-hmm. tested. And in all of you know how muscles work. Um, <laughs> listening, you know, it, it gets torn up and rebuilt stronger. Um, and typically, like, again, like if you break an arm, it's very rare you'll break an arm in the same or a bone in the same spot because that bone is actually in that one spot tougher because it's like, oh, I've been broken. I'm going to build myself up to not make that happen again. Um, you talk about, again, the North Star, like the big vision casting, but daily, what can the spotpreneurs do? Because I hear you talking. And one of the things it dawned on me, it was like, because you talked about like those small wins, that incremental wins. Do you personally, or do you recommend to clients like tracking those wins daily or tracking like, like things daily? Like I do a gratitude journal every morning when I first walk into my office. The first thing I do is I use, um, Michael um, Hyatt's full focus planner. That's what works for me. I'm not necessarily recommending y'all pay for it because it's kind of expensive, but that's what works for me. Get the system that works for you. I never recommend specific products unless it's like, you know, Tom's shoes. They're, they're my favorite shoe. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> that's the um, exception. But, yeah. I, that's the exception because they, you know, when you buy a shoe, they give a shoe. It's fantastic. But anyway, there's a section where they're like, here, put your appointments in this section, but I repurposed it to be my gratitude journal. And, and, and I, that's what I choose to do every morning is I come in, put something I'm grateful for. Even like this morning I, I was struggling and I was like, nope, you put a few things down. It's amazing what happens when you do that, the power or things like making your bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. For me, like after James died, that was the one thing my mom made me do was get up and make the bed. And she goes, okay, you've made the bed. That's enough. And anytime I've ever met another widow, widower, or brand new one, I'm like, okay, you got to get up and make the bed. And they look at me like I'm stupid, but it's just something, it's a win. It's an I easy mean, win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you track yeah. it or what do you recommend? What you're talking about here is really building up self-trust. Little win builds to a big win, builds momentum, right? And it's important to be able to track those things. I think it's incredibly important. So I I like to use a habit tracker. I have habit trackers built into my planners because I think it's so important. You want to see that path that you've been on and whether that means, you know, just filling them all in the same color or color coding them, you know, uh, green for days that go amazing, yellow for days that are okay, so-so, because we all have those days, red for the days where, yeah, didn't happen, but I'm going to get back on the horse the next day. I think it's really important to see that pattern. Our brain loves patterns. It really does. And so when it starts to see a pattern of, let's say, green day after green day after green day, that encourages us to keep that pattern going. And that's how we develop really healthy habits. Habits are incredibly easy to create, they're just hard when you want them to be healthy. <laughs> Bad <laughs> habits are really easy, right? It, yeah, it this is, is easy. the thing yeah. is when we start tracking them and we start paying attention, that's when we start to notice these little wins. So there's something that I like to teach people about. And this is one of the things I talk about again in the, the joy of missing out um, is what I call your five minutes to peak productivity. And I love to end my day with the five minutes to peak productivity. I think it is honestly the biggest secret to feeling good about the end of your day and feeling amazing for the following day. And essentially what it is, is it's five minutes. So you do one minute for each activity. You spend one minute writing down the things you did. Cause you know why? You forgot all the good things you did. If you take one minute and you write down the things that you did today, you're gonna say, wow, I, I did more than I thought I did. I can mm-hmm. almost promise you, you will say that on a daily basis because we, we negate the good things we've done. We're so busy paying attention to all the things we did wrong, what we forgot to do, what we didn't do, what we screwed up. We forget all the things we did well. So we spend one minute just brainstorming what are the things I did well. Then we spend a minute 
focusing in on how did I feel today? Did I put too much on my plate? Did I make my, well, I use a priority list, which we can talk about in a minute, but um, did I make my list for today too long? So it wasn't really accomplishable. Did, did I feel good about what I did? How did I work towards a goal today? So that's minute three. So we've done one minute for focusing on what we got done today. One minute for how we feel. That's minute two. Minute three is um, what did I do today to work towards a goal? Something small, doesn't have to be big, but what did I do one tiny thing? If you make 1% difference each week getting towards a goal, if this is a huge one, that's 52% by the end of the year, halfway to a major goal. That's pretty big. And if you do it every day, think about that. So that's minute three. Minute four is write down three things you're grateful for, for today. And that's the trick here. It can't just be, I'm grateful for the weather. I'm grateful for my family. What are you grateful for specifically for today? And then the last minute is, what do I need to get out of my brain, out of my head and onto the paper so I can think about it tomorrow, right? So that way I can close my work compartment Go home and be the best mom possible. Be the best wife or whatever it is you are. Friend, you know, aunt, girlfriend, whatever it is. Be the best one possible. You do these five activities, five minutes of your day. You, you take that little piece of paper, you pop it on your desk, and guess what you do the next day? You start your day by looking at your five minutes from the day before. And that starts your day with momentum and a win and you have a little water in your well of, oh, this is what I want to focus in on for today. And then you take some time to make a priority list and you prioritize your day, which we can talk about if you want. But that's one of the things I think is really important, too. No, I think I think the five minutes I was writing everything down because I'm going that it's so brilliant because it's five minutes. Everybody has five minutes before they go to bed. Everybody. New moms, you have five minutes. Everybody's got five minutes. And you can do this mm -hmm. um, in like a pen and paper. You could do it on an app, the apps note in your phone. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can do this to capture that. And and I'm all about, again, I, I feel like one of the biggest things that when we're overwhelmed, we skip is the gratitude piece. I think it's so important. And I do love that you were like specific for that yes. day because I try to make it specific for something that happened the day before or whatever, but specific. I can't just go, I love my family. I love that. No, like I think there are times. Right? I, to, to, hold on. I'm going to pull mine out and see what I wrote this morning. I even forgot, but let's see. What, what did I, what did Ramon write this morning? Um, oh, that my new book is interesting. I'm listening to a new book on audible that my mom listens to me and that I'm not um, alone and I'm allowed to be happy. Like, you know, these are all things that, you know, and Mondays was, I don't have to, I'm grateful. I don't have to be superwoman. You know, sometimes it can be that profound. Sometimes it can be like, yeah. I'm really grateful. I had aspirin in the closet. Um, <laughs> depending on what it is. I'm grateful. I saw a great client that day, all kinds of different things. So there's that, but I also love the idea of the mini brain dump. That's what I call the minute five, um, that brain dump, mm -hmm. because it's true because you know, I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have any kind of non neurotypical, anything, a brain dump is your favorite thing. It really should be part of like oh. a daily thing. Yeah, for sure. Even if you don't, even if you don't, a brain dump is your best friend because yeah, honestly, really we use our head as a filing cabinet and then we wonder why we're so stressed out and overwhelmed because you have so much floating around in that head. Get it on paper because that allows you to not stress about forgetting about it or letting it slip through the cracks or doing any of those things. Get it on paper and then I like to leave it. I like to leave it on my desk because then I go home. I call it closing my work compartment. I think of it in my mind as like closing the door behind me. And then I step forward into being a mom to my kids, being a wife to my husband, being the best version of me, taking care of me as a person, right? That self-care. 
Awesome. All right. Let's talk about the priority list. So you've done a brain dump. You've done these things. You open it up. Uh, it, it sounds like this is one of the first things you want us to do in the in, uh, work day or day is that priority list. Yes. Yes. And this is, again, something that is incredibly simple because the problem is, is we use a to-do list. We love the to-do list, but it is long and it gets longer and longer. And we just keep adding things to it willy-nilly. And this is why we feel unsuccessful. Our to-do list is taking us everywhere but where we want to go. But we love our to-do list because we love checking things off because it feels really good to our brain. That's your dopamine hits happening right there. So what I like to say is throw out the to-do list and choose to write a priority list instead. The beauty of a priority list is it takes the same exact amount of time as making a to-do list. It's like a to-do list with intention. So I love to start my day with that maybe or for me at this point, it takes me like five minutes. When I started, it was 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes at the start of your day to prioritize how you want your day to go. So you take that brain dump that you've created the night before, or I like to actually do a brain dump on Sundays of like what I need to get done for the whole week. I use that. That's my well that I pull from, right? That's not my to-do list. It's just a list, a hot mess list, whatever you want to call it. That's my list I pull from. And what I do is I prioritize and I have three categories that I put, put things in. So the top one is escalate. These are tasks that are urgent in that they have a deadline. They're looming. They need to get done right away, but they're also important. These are things that are connected to my big goals. They're linked to my North Star. They're essential. They must be done by me. They are an investment. That's how I define important tasks. So the things at the top escalate are important and they're urgent. Then under the next category is cultivate. These are tasks that are important. So they are driving you towards your goals, your North Star. They're essential. They're advantageous, but they're not urgent. These are things like creating a marketing budget for your company, right? These are things like investing and looking into what uh, certification you want next or what you want to learn next. These, this is the area where you actually see a lot of growth, but we push it aside because it's not urgent. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a big fire. It doesn't feel like it's like you know, screaming out at you. This is where we want to spend the majority of our time is really under cultivate tasks that are important, but aren't really urgent. Because when we spend time on what's important before it turns urgent, we lose that sense of urgency and we actually are able to do better work. And then the last category is accommodate. These are things that are, that are urgent. They need to get done right away, but they're not really important. They're not really driving us towards our goals or our North Star, but they're things that have to be done. Picking up the dry cleaning, you know, getting some supplies for your kid's art project, doing things like that, right? Those like kind of little errands. What we want to do is we want to start our day with the escalate tasks, those tasks that are urgent and important, work our way down to cultivate, and then accommodate is last. When we do that, that is when we really start to see movement because we're doing the important work first. It's basically taking your to-do list and it's organizing it. So you start at the top with what's important and you work your way down. Super, super easy to do. But the key is this. You don't put 15, 20 things on this list. This list is like five, 10 things. And I'm saying 10 at the very most, right? Mm -hmm. 10 things at the very most because we want our day to be achievable. When you check off the things that you want to get done for today, that's when you feel good. When you have a long list of things that you did not check off, that's when you feel like not enough, right? That word enough again has come back up because that's what happens. That's why our to-do list works against us. So spend five, 10 minutes just organizing 
your list of what you want to get done for today and today only escalate, cultivate, and accommodate. And I have planners where we walk through this and it's actually designed so that you have those three categories right there. So you can work your way through them. I think it's so important to really feel like you have ownership over your day, because if you don't own your day, who does? Everyone else, <laughs> like literally everyone else. Cause I was even writing down literally. accommodate. I'm going, those sound like tasks that eventually when you are smart enough to hire somebody else to run your life, um, uh-huh. you yeah. can just say, Hey, or go pick up my dry cleaning. And I know this sounds very douchey, mm-hmm. like 1960s white male spotpreneurs, but there's a reason why a lot of those CEOs are white and men because they've learned to say, Oh, I'm not going to deal with dry cleaning. You know, do you think Warren Buffett yes. obviously, or Jeff Bezos picks up their dry cleaning? No. They probably don't even know where the dry cleaner is. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. They have no idea where it is. And you know what? Good for them. Good for them. This is why it's so important to bring people in. You know, the thing is, is we like to hear like you and Beyonce, they have, you guys both have the same 24 hours. Beyonce has got a team. Guaranteed Beyonce doesn't know where the dry cleaner is, right? No, so definitely not. So this is the thing is we bring on people to do those accommodate tasks, the things that aren't really important, but they're urgent, that they still need to get done. When we do that, we free ourselves up. And that money we spend, because here's the argument people have. I don't have the money to have somebody come and help me with that. I can't mm-hmm. afford that. You can't afford not to have somebody help you with that because then you are spending your time, which is far more valuable Let's say your time is, let's go with $50 an hour is your time. You're spending your $50 an hour time doing $10 tasks. And does that make any financial sense? When you could pay somebody, you know, $15 an hour, you could pay a high school student to come take care of some of these things for you for like 10 bucks an hour if you wanted to. And they'd be happy to have the extra cash and you free up that time. Instead of going to the dry cleaning store, running to Target again for the third time this week, right? Doing those kinds of things. Let's free up your time so then then you're able to do the important tasks. And when we say important, we mean they are tied to that North Star. They are linked to your goals. They are things that are advantageous to you. They're things you love doing. And I think that's really important. I love this. I love this. And I, I'm just telling y'all, um, I will be buying the book after this episode uh, because it's obviously <laughs> I need to read it. No, it's just true. It's sometimes, and a lot of this stuff is stuff that I have said or guests have said over the years, but you know, it's one of those things where we have to be reminded sometimes of these basics and we have to be reminded that it's okay. Number one, to have a North star. If you are running a business without any type of goal, you are just merely spinning your wheels. I, I truly believe mm-hmm. that. You know, there's a great business book called Good to Great. I'm, I'm assuming, Tanya, you've read it or heard about it because it's mm-hmm. like a classic business book. And if you're really into yes. business, it, it's kind of one of those you need to read. And he talks about how a company is like a bus and you, you're driving your bus and you got to have the people in the right seats and the right, and then you got to get them off the right stops and all this other stuff. But it really comes down to one of the key things of really good companies is they know their North Star and they don't deviate from it. They don't, it would be like me all of a sudden. So I um, do not teach modalities or what are called for like massage and things like that. The methods, that's something Spopreneur doesn't teach. Donna. We do not teach people how to massage anybody because that's not what we do. We only teach business skills here. And I'm very clear at that. If all of a sudden I'm offering CEUs on warm stone, something's gone wrong. I have diverted completely off the <laughs> North Star. Off, you're off the path. I'm just like, nope, there's no path anymore. So, and I think that's really clear to understand. So even like with your clients, y'all, if you've got clients still who are not your ideal clients, who are not, let's say you're a cranial sacral specialist. As we talked about this, uh, forget which episode, I'll, I'll link it in the show with Mindy Totten, the number. 
but you know, and you're still seeing relaxation massage clients, something's gone wrong. Something's gone wrong. So there's so many ways to use this North star. I love this priorities list because it really, when you were summarizing, I'm going, wow, that's so much better than what I'm currently using right now. And I love that five minute, like rule thing that you've got. I mean, it's just like really powerful. And it's these small things, y'all. We're not telling you to go out and buy a gazillion dollar planner. We're not telling you even to buy her book, though. Please do, because, you know, we like supporting our guests here at Spotpreneur. It will be linked in the show notes. This is episode 160 of the podcast. Um, and this, oh, by the way, the link will not be an affiliate link to me. It will be to support the Muse Writing Center in Norfolk, Virginia. So I use charity, the charity link instead oh, like of that. me getting money. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I feel icky getting money for recommending products because then I it's do. like, Okay. I'm glad you see we're similar that way. I don't mind recommending products that I love using and things that I, I love. Oh. I just think it's icky to get credit for it in terms of compensation. I agree. I completely agree. I love recommending things to people and I'm like, I don't need a kickback for that. I'm just sharing it because it's good. I like to just, it's just, it's just good for all of us if we're using yeah. things. your business, right? honestly, yeah. if it's based on affiliate marketing. And I know there's several big, big names out there that are based on affiliate marketing and that's fine, but I'm choosing not to go to the pubs. See, I knew I liked you for a reason, but I do. Yeah, no, I'll use Amazon smile and use that link for my favorite charity. And I disclose it's going to my favorite charity, but that way that charity gets something. And I feel I get the reward of that. So that makes that. me happy. So yeah. So this is episode 160 of the podcast, but I really, really encourage y'all listen to this episode again. Take notes. Um, Tanya, do you have your own podcast or your own? What, what, I do. How do they get connected? Tell me about your podcast. Yes. So my podcast is called The Intentional Advantage. And it really is about running a business with intention, being an intentional CEO, stepping out of all the doing and running a business, get the business to run for you instead of feeling like the business is running you and running you ragged. So the intentional advantage, you can listen to it on iTunes or anywhere. Um, you can also find me at tanyadalton.com. And a lot of the things that we talked about here today on the show are in the joy of missing out my book that, uh, I had come out, I guess it was like two years ago. I have a new book coming out this October as well, but, um, yes, all these things are really what I like to call small, huge movements. They're small in that they're simple to implement, easy to manage, but they are monumental in the impact they can make in your life. And that's what I love about teaching women with their businesses is that all we have to do is make some small tweaks and changes, and you'll start to see a huge effect. Mm -hmm. I, I love this. Again, it's Tanya Dalton. Um, the links will be in the show notes. Head over to spotpreneur.com forward slash EP160 to get um, all the links and the treats right there. Um, and one more reminder, Spotpreneur, is that you can join our free Facebook group, Spotpreneur Alliance. It's where we come together, talk about the podcast, talk about different things going on in the spa world. It is absolutely free. No mother hitting allowed. There will be no shame or you shouldn't make money. No, no, because money's our favorite thing here because money pays for my lifestyle. Um, you know, we have a rule. rule uh, I'm a, say rule number that. one i'm giving you a pause and then they're all screaming out the real name but it's don't f with the money now we actually use the real word um but you know that's that's our rule number one here oh i like because, that yeah no it's good and here's what it means it means that we it's not that we're greedy we pay ourselves well we get we charge what we're what mm -hmm. our services are worth and what our company is worth in time is worth and we also make sure we pay our vendors and our employees and our contractors on time fully amen to that amen yeah. to that and i like to say you need money for the mission so yes, you want to help people, but you got to need, you need money for the mission, right? Yes. Money is not a dirty word and let's stop acting like it is. No. Start charging what you're worth and actually charge more than what you're worth. <laughs> yeah. And just seriously, or even just take your self-worth out of the actual money equation altogether. We've had a lot of people yeah. mindset wise talking about that. Um, just take yourself out of the equation and just go, this service is worth this much. 
because I bring mm-hmm. this much mm-hmm. education value. My clients are doing that and stop being afraid to charge again. Like Emily King said uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast, we will never be comfortable with price changes. So be accepted. The fact that you will always be nervous raising your prices. It's just a natural human function. So, so yeah. true. You have been fantastic. This is exactly what I needed today because I was like, Oh, no. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to cancel. We're going to keep doing what we need to do when we need a podcast next week. <laughs> and two, because, you know, it's just you've, you've made a range for your schedule to come here and give yourself your time. Um, one last thing again, they can see you, Tanya Dalton, um, Dalton, yeah, um, dot com, right? Yes, TanyaDalton.com. And, and what's the book name again? The, the one that's out right now? The Joy of Missing Out. The Joy of Missing can- Out. Um, and they can get that on Amazon, Kindle, all those places. Amazon, Kindle, Audible, uh, Target, Barnes and Noble. She's in Target, y'all. She's in Target. I am. I was on the Target video wall when the book came <gasps> out. On the no. giant video wall. How? Okay. Yes, Let's stop and talk is... about that real quick. You were on the Target video wall? I was. Wow. I was. Yes. I know. That's kind of crazy, right? There's nothing more surreal than walking through Target and hearing your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> on this, on the speaker. Yeah. That did was you crazy. like, when you saw the books on the shelves, did you want to like sign them for people? Oh, I did. Oh, you oh, did? did. Oh, that's I awesome. Them. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm that totally one. like, yes, I signed books. I love signing books for people. I love it. Yes. Tell me Happy about real quick. That. I know we, I know we need to wrap up. You probably have way more important things to do. Your new book coming out. What's it about? It is about living your life on purpose. It's on purpose. The busy woman's guide to creating a life extraordinary life of meaning and success. So it really is about how do we set these big goals? How do we know what these big goals are? How do we understand where it is we want to go and back that up and really understand how we create a life every day that feels meaningful because we are working towards those goals. So it's all about the nine choices that we make as women in our daily lives and how do we choose to be intentional. So again, just like the joy of missing out, very actionable strategies, lots of exercises and ways that you can start implementing it right away. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. And that comes out in October and I will, yes, yes. very exciting. And you can pre-order it now, I'm assuming. You can pre-order it right now. Yes. Yeah, just, just pre- I love pre-ordering books to entrepreneurs. real quick. I do love doing that because it's like a surprise. All of a sudden, Amazon sends you a package. You're like, look, there's a book here. <laughs> Yay. You know, like, well, wow. authors love it. Because it is a huge way to support authors. It really is. I don't think people understand how important the pre-order is because it tells the stores. That's how you're able to get on the target video wall by getting a lot of pre-orders. That's how you're able to get your book into different places and get uh, some of these opportunities to spread your message. So it is very important. That's amazing. It is Tanya Dalton. I love her so much. I really need this message today. I want to end with how I liked it in all my interviews with my guests and how are you feeling wealthy today? Oh, I feel wealthy when I have freedom. Freedom to choose my lifestyle, freedom with how I spend my time, freedom with how I live on a daily basis. That to me, I think that freedom is the new currency. Love it. Love it. Love you. Seriously, new. I don't like to use new guru. So we're going to say mentor. Um, <laughs> we don't like gurus. Those are usually false, but mentors are great. So this should be yes. your new business mentor. Make her a business girlfriend. Follow her on all the socials. Listen to her podcast. I'm going to give you a minute right now. If you're safely not driving, pull out your phone and your favorite podcast app. Find um, it, what was the name of the podcast again? The Intentional Advantage. The Intentional Advantage. All right. Go search that right now. Okay. Once you search it, you're going to hit subscribe and then you're going to promise 
Tanya and I, that when you subscribe, you're going to listen to an episode and then give a five-star review and write a review because that helps other people discover her. You're going to do that, Spotpreneurs, because this is how we repay someone is, who has been worthy of being on the Target video wall to come onto this podcast. <laughs> and I want to thank you so much again. Uh, head over to Spotpreneur.com. This is Spotpreneur.com forward slash EP160 to get all the information, all the details. We will link to both how to pre-order to the new book, how to get the current book, um, and all these things. And thank you so much. You've been absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.